Today I want to talk about a spirit that is on the earth that I believe is destroying millions and millions of people's souls and destroying their lives. And that is defeating and destroying many, many people in our day and age and how we need to be on guard against it and how we need to fight against it. Hey guys, welcome to the Majestic One podcast. Excited to have you on with us today. The aim of this podcast is to bring us into a deeper love for Jesus through the revelation of Jesus in scripture. Jesus is so beautiful. May God use this episode today to help us to see his majesty in an ever-increasing light. God bless you. So, Proverbs 7, 1 through 5, says this, My son, keep my words and treasure my commands within you. Keep my commands and live, and my law as the apple of your eye. Bind them on your fingers and write them on the tablet of your heart. Say to wisdom, you are my sister, and call understanding your nearest kin, that they may keep you from the immoral woman, from the seductress who flatters with her words. I believe this, these just few verses right here in the beginning of Proverbs 7 are <clears throat> an exhortation that we should strongly be heeding in this day, in this age that we live in. <clears throat> I believe that what we are called to do as believers in this day and age is that we are called to keep God's word written in our heart, that we are to write it on the tablet of our heart and to treasure his word, treasure his wisdom, to call wisdom your kinsman, your nearest kin, to treasure his word so close to you that his wisdom will keep you from the seducing nature that this world has within it. I don't know about you, but it's very evident that many people are being pulled away from God and from His Word and from what they're created to be through the immoral woman. Whether it's someone who's being seduced by it that spirit uh, to to be an immoral woman or drawn away by an immoral woman. It's just everywhere you look in our day, in our age. And it has been throughout the ages, but I believe so strongly that our day and age is is one of those times where this world is very heavily influenced by by this uh, spirit um, yeah 7 6 through 27 for at the window of my house i looked through my lattice and saw among the simple i perceived among the youths a young man devoid of understanding see right there this person is devoid of understanding that's how we equip ourselves 
as men and women of God in this day and age to walk pure. Passing along the street near her corner, and he took the path to her house. In the twilight, in the evening, in the black and dark night, and there a woman met him with the attire of a harlot and a crafty heart. Just that verse right there describes so perfectly the nature of of this trap and and the way that the enemy is seducing people uh, I've heard a statistic that's just horrible um, but just within pornography alone that 50% of uh, pastors in America those who are shepherding God's people struggle with pornography which is absolutely atrocious and super scary because these people are to be shepherding the church not leading them away into darkness Um, and that could easily be why our world is getting so dark is because the church has been full of so much darkness verse 11 she was loud and rebellious her feet would not stay at home at times she was outside at times in the open square lurking at every corner so she caught him and kissed him with an impudent face she said to him i have peace offerings with me today i have paid my vows so i came out to meet you Delight, delightedly to seek your face, and I have found you. Right? Like, this woman intending evil is going and searching for someone to seduce, someone to find, somebody to snare, and that's her delight. And she's lurking on every corner. Like, that describes our day so well. And it's a huge attack of the enemy. Verse 16, I have spread my bed with tapestry, colored coverings of Egyptian linen. I have perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. Come, let us take our fill of love until morning. Let us delight ourselves with love. For my husband is not at home. He has gone on a long journey. He has taken a bag of money with him and will come home on the appointed day. It's crazy that that is called love um, because that isn't love. But obviously, she's not just talking about love as what the Bible would define love. Love is what the world defines love, typically just merely as sexual intimacy. But it's so not love. 1 Corinthians 13 says love doesn't seek itself. Love isn't puffed up it doesn't parade itself it isn't about its own self and uh it has nothing to do with true love uh but uh the world calls it love and it's so twisted verse 21 with her enticing speech she caused him to yield with her flattering lips she seduced him immediately He went after her as an ox goes to the slaughter, 
or as a fool to the correction of the stocks till an arrow struck his liver as a bird hastens to the snare he did not know it would cost his life that's amazing that last line he didn't know that it would cost his life that's what god's word is telling you telling me telling this world in the midst of a world that is full of uh, harlotry full of this really gross immorality that's all over this world and it's not to be messed with at all not even a little and the reason being that sin like that will actually destroy your life it will cost you your life to get snared in this trap verse 24 now therefore listen to me my children Pay attention to the words of my mouth. Do not let your heart turn aside to her ways. Do not stray into her paths, for she has cast down many wounded, and all who who were slain by her were strong men. Her house is the way to hell, descending to the chambers of death. Well, God is so adamant that we turn from the snare of the seductress and the snare of uh, immorality uh, that we are to listen to his word and pay attention to what he's saying. And to not let our hearts turn aside to her ways and not to stray into her path. Uh, I believe that one of the biggest areas of life and probably the biggest area of life is walking pure uh, in the realm of sexuality and in the realm of uh, uh yeah, purity, uh, sexual purity, uh, avoiding immorality. And when you get that right, like if you look at Paul's list of works of the flesh in Galatians 5, multiple of those are sexual sins. And one of the main snares, it seems, there are other things, but one of the main snares probably the biggest, is immorality. And God really desires for us to walk free from it, uh, from that snare, because that snare leads to hell. It leads to destruction. It leads to death. Paul says in Galatians 5, in the list that he gives, one of them being fornication, one of them being adultery, that those who practice those things will not inherit God's kingdom. So if you and I are snared and continually living in immorality, then we're not going to inherit God's kingdom. Um, If you read the book of Jude, it talks about 
false teachers who will come into the church uh, and that they'll, they'll actually teach that God's grace gives us the ability to walk in sin. Uh, and they turn the grace of God, verse 4 of, chapter, of Jude says that they turn the grace of God into lewdness. And that word lewdness we don't really use in our day, but it means primarily they turn it into uh, a use for sexual sin. Uh, and that isn't the grace of God. We're saved by the grace of God, but if they per- they're perverting the grace of God into something it isn't, and the Bible says that God's grace isn't something that allows us to live in impurity and adultery and be okay. It actually isn't God's grace. Uh, so a lot of people do misteach that. Uh, and I think a lot of people think that they can live in this way of life and still have the grace of God. And that's a lie. Uh, it's very clearly spelled out in scripture that that isn't true and a lot of people are deceived by that because grace comes by something that you don't earn grace is god's gift god's gift of righteousness that makes you righteous apart from your own ability to earn it but i think what a lot of people misunderstand is that to receive god's grace You have to receive Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior. If you see for uh, John chapter one, verse 12 and 13, talk about being born again by the spirit of God. But it says in verse 12 that as many as received him, speaking of Jesus, as many as received him to those people, God gave the right to become children of God who are born not of the will of men or the will of the flesh, but of God. And for us to be in God's family, to be his child, to belong to him, we do not have the right, if we're receiving Jesus, to choose sin anymore, to go after sin. Uh, That's... You're not receiving Jesus if you're receiving the devil into your life. If you're receiving the kingdom of darkness, you can't receive both kingdoms. You have to receive God's kingdom or the kingdom of darkness. And one is folly and the other is uh, wisdom and We uh, are living in a day that sin is everywhere and you can find it very quickly if you want to. Um, But more than ever, I believe that you and I need to keep ourselves rooted in the word of God and to, as it says in the beginning of this chapter, to keep God's commands and to live. That we would treasure his commands within us. Verse 1. And my exhortation to you is that we would be people who are abiding in God's word. Jesus said that if you continue in his word, that you are his disciple indeed. 
And that's what we want to be. That's what we long to be and should be. Uh, that's what Jesus calls us to be, that we treasure his word and we continue in it. And that's what it really means to be a disciple. So Jesus, we ask you that you give us grace in this area, especially God, uh, that we would walk in purity as your church. And God, that anyone listening to this, God, if they're trapped in any kind of a snare uh, of immorality, God, that you would break it off of their life. God, that they would turn to you in repentance and God, that you'd free them. Uh, Jesus, you're able to rescue us from any snare. Uh, God, I pray that you would help us to realize, God, that there is no... Grace doesn't allow us to live in sin and continue in it. And God, I pray that we would uh, walk in purity. God, that we would walk in accordance to your word. I just thank you for your grace. God, I thank you that you loved us so much that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to redeem us and to give us newness of life, that we would have eternal life, God, forever with you by what Jesus accomplished on the cross. We thank you for that, and that we just thank you, Lord, that you've given us your life, and you've called us to know you and to walk in purity in this, in this dark world. I pray, Lord, that you would even use our lives, God, to rescue other people who are misled and who are in bondage. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for being with us today. I pray that the presence of God will manifest more richly in your life after listening to this episode. May God help us to see Jesus for who he is and cause us to fall in love with his glory. God bless.